You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. With the soon-to-be-introduced two-pot retirement system, pension funds are at potential risk of criminals intercepting withdrawals of high-value investments. While fraudsters won't be able to drain an entire pension, the savings in a pot is still a significant amount of money for most people, especially in the current difficult economy. To find out how pension funds can be kept safe, we're joined on the line by Murray Collier, Chief Operating Officer of a biometrics company Identify. Thank you very much for your time with us uh, this morning, Murray. Does, does this um, system, which, which will kick in in the, in the new year, Offer a new way for, for fraudsters to hassle people, or are we just talking about here, I suppose, the, the ongoing continuous ways that, uh, um, you, you know, that, that, that people are at risk and, and, and fraudsters, in fact, you know, always and constantly finding and looking for ways to steal from others? Good morning, Stephen Zile, and good morning to your viewers. Um, I think that it's a good question. Unfortunately, whenever there's change in a system, it's more susceptible to any form of risk. And so your question and your point is very valid. I do believe that this presents itself as an opportunity for fraudsters to once again target something that is new, something that is unknown, and use existing and new techniques to potentially exploit them. Mm-hmm. We talk about um, you know cyber crime every every so often and how people need need to be vigilant. What perhaps are are again the things that people need to be aware of, particularly for those who who will take um, take up this opportunity to access some of their um, some of their pension quite early on. What what do they need to be mindful of, and how do they keep themselves and their funds safe? So I think the first thing to remember is that we we live in an extremely connected society where our entire life is on Facebook, Instagram, or any other social media platforms, and that everyone loves to do this. What that does is it gives the would-be criminals a perfect platform to start what they call social engineering attacks. That means that clever criminals sit back, listen to what you do, send out a few phishing emails trying to ask you to do something. They send it out to thousands of people in the hopes that two or three will respond. All it takes is two or three. And then the criminals sit back, listen to what they post, understand what they capture, and eventually socially engineer what their passwords would be via various means. Mm -hmm. And then the criminals will sit and wait for an opportunity. And unfortunately, the two-part system is presenting a perfect opportunity when it is finally enacted. It's an interesting concept, social engineering. Say more about what that, what, what that actually means. So, so it's what, what following what, what people are actually just sharing and, and, and sharing quite innocently with, with folks, but you actually have people who are connecting the dots, so to speak. Correct. So, so what they will do is they'll socially engineer an outcome. That means that they will go and have a look at many different people and what they post online. They'll use information that they have acquired in the public domain to craft an email, a message or whatever to that individual that sounds somewhat personal and or believable. They will then wait for that individual to click on it. This could be a 
some f form of malware on their phone. It could be some sort of phishing scam. It could be anything that is triggering a response. And they use those exploits to obtain sensitive information by potentially pretending to be someone else. And that sensitive information is then used as a method of combating the standard protection mechanisms that a large number of institutes have. That would be giving you something you know, your password. And unfortunately, it's quite common knowledge that most South Africans generally have a few passwords that they keep yeah. using. So once you've got one, you probably have them all. Yeah. Oh, goodness. And and people continue to, to be susceptible to um, to these threats. Like, are people still like clicking these links? I feel like banks are telling you all the time, don't, don't click this. And we won't ask you for this information. Are people still falling for this? Unfortunately, it appears so. I mean, we, we, we must be realistic. Not many people are falling for it. But if you yeah. send 100,000 links out and you get 1,000 people clicking, you've got now 1,000 potential would-be victims. Yeah. And if 1,000 victims can, at minimum, withdraw 2,000 rand, that is a sizable chunk of money that you can get out of a system relatively quickly. Goodness. All right. So, so uh, you know, be a lot more old school ab about this. Um, but, but also there's also the threat of, you know, carrying cash around is also not safe. So, so w what actually is the best way for people to do this? If, if we're saying, um, you know, th th these great risks for, for the online stuff, um, for, for things, you know, operating digitally, but there's also the risk of going in person to go and make a withdrawal at, at the bank. What is actually left for people to do? How can they be smarter about this to obviously try and get ahead of um, the, the fraudsters and, and, of course, the everyday criminal? So, so what we've been very successful in doing at Identify is identifying that ultimately there are certain checks and balances or biometric checks that one can do that are extremely hard, if not impossible, to break. And that is specifically that if users start understanding the biometrics they have on them, mm. aka their face, and the power that that is, and the institutes themselves also understand the fact that there are many ways to kind of combat what exists today. Mm. However, it's extremely hard with some of the new biometric technologies of the future to defraud and to stop that. And so it just requires a mind shift change whereby you suddenly start adopting newer technologies. You need to stay one step ahead of the criminal criminals because at the end of the day, criminal criminality will go to the weakest link. And so if you can put a strong defense up that is a modern defense, you've got a very high degree of likelihood to stay safe and to transact in an even safer way. The last thing we want or anyone wants is to put someone in more danger by going in person to draw physical cash mm. in a country where we know that is not safe. But we are here to just remind people that whilst things appear safe, they are generally often very intelligent and sophisticated solutions that are already, already available. Mario, we'll have to park it there this morning. Thank you for your time, Chief Operating Officer of uh, Biometrics Company Identify Murray Collier. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.